0: Good morning, and welcome to Ask BBB with CEO BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews.
1: Thanks, Jim, and good morning. So here we are, mid-November, and that means the holiday and Christmas season is getting into full swing. Today, we'll talk about Christmas lighting, holiday gatherings, and shopping early.
0: Yes, and we've been hearing about supply chain shortages, specifically anything with microchips. And Jennifer, you're going to bring us some BBB tips on the final portion of the program.
1: And we'll be joined later today by Jerry Pribble, owner of Marion Bad Restaurant and Chaucer's Pub, to learn what the easing of COVID restrictions has meant for holiday gatherings.
0: And as the days get shorter and the darkness of December approaches, We look forward to displays of lights to brighten things up.
1: And to get us plugged in on what we should know about hiring a holiday lighting service, we have invited Calvin McCallum, owner of CLC Tree Service and Christmas Decor London, to join us. Good morning and welcome, Calvin.
2: Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas.
1: So first, do we still have some time to book lighting decor?
2: Um, It is getting very tight on the schedule. Uh, For us, November is fully booked. So there are some December installation dates. Um, It just depends on whether people are okay with having a shorter display than other people that have been uh, signed up as early as June to get their dates spoken for. So there is a little bit of time left in December, but I highly encourage reaching out to get a quote as soon as possible.
1: And when someone does call you to get a quote, how do you go? about designing the decor? Is it done for each individual home or do you have something standard that you focus on?
2: Uh, Yeah, we do each individual home or property. Um, our company has moved to mainly focusing on tree lighting packages. Our, our core business is tree related and we have the large bucket trucks to be able to do the the larger, taller trees. So when we get a phone call in and we find out what the customer is actually looking to have lit, if it is mainly roof line or eavesdrops or facial lines, we're referring them through to Classic Holiday Lights, another company here in the city that's... Um, well-established and does a ton of house displays. On the other side, if if Classic Holiday Lights is getting phone calls for trees, they are tending to send them our way.
1: And those lights that go up, uh, do you install what the homeowner owns or do you provide those?
2: For us, it's all a rental package. So all of our product is ours. We maintain ownership over it, which means we can maintain it and make sure that it's uh, in good working condition. We stay right away from using residential lights just uh, because we've seen the headaches in the past of installing them and then having them not work and try and troubleshoot them or fix them from there. So our business is focused on a, a rental package situation.
1: And in that rare occasion where maybe a malfunction might occur, what does the homeowner expect then?
2: So yeah, we're, we uh, our pricing all comes with service packages. So if something does happen, we're there to fix it. The only thing that we might not be able to help with is if there's any type of vandalism. Um, unfortunately, along some of the roadways and stuff uh, through the night, you can have people rip things down. Um, We've had snowblowers eat a good portion of our product as well. So if it's anything to do with the product or the product's functionality, it's covered. We take care of it with the price that is quoted from the the start. But it's a conversation we have to have with every client, uh, especially if there is an issue, which are few and far between.
0: Speaking of those conversations, and you mentioned that you do um, reference some people to other companies. What are some of the things then that we should expect of a contract for uh, decor, Calvin?
2: So insurance is your biggest thing, putting ladders up against houses, uh, eavesdrops, people walking on roofs, um, especially with slippery conditions coming. Uh, The last thing you want is somebody getting hurt on your property, and especially if they are not covered properly through insurance. Um, So before I would contract anybody to do any installations of my house, I'd ask for proof of insurance listing Christmas decor or Christmas lighting as, as a service that they provide. Uh, you can't just assume that because somebody has insurance for a landscaping company that it will cover that service unless it's uh, it's actually listed on their policy. So insurance at this point of the year is probably the biggest thing as people are finding that there's no room in schedules of the larger companies. They're reaching out to some of the Facebook ads or Kijiji ads and things like that. And I just, uh, I, I, really recommend making sure that whoever you're getting to put lights on your house, no matter how big or small, you make sure that they have the insurance required to do the job.
0: What about expectations of how things are going to look? So
2: for us, they always look good. We always have um, great reaction from customers and from neighbors. Uh, being that we mainly do trees, uh, a person can light up a tree in the front yard and the whole neighborhood can enjoy it. Um so we've heard things as as far as people bringing, gift cards, Tim Horton's gift cards to our clients and saying that we really appreciate the display because it it brings some spirit to the neighborhood. And we've noticed a lot more of that um, in the last couple of years with the the shutdowns and the COVID situation that more people are at home and looking for something high spirited.
1: And when we're contacting a company like yours for a holiday lighting decor, what should we expect in terms of costing?
2: Cost wise for us, our standard minimum charge is $1,200. That includes the product, the installation, the takedown, um, any service calls that might be required with it. Uh, The industry average in our area for established companies is around $1,000 to $1,200 for a minimum charge. Um, What that actually gets you, it it could be your roofline. We could add in uh, a few things in the garden to kind of make sure the display is big enough to justify the cost. Um, But when we have to send out two or three guys, quite often with a bucket truck, um, they come out for two to four hours to your house to install it. Then we have to return, take it down. And there's a lot of hours of maintaining the product, organizing it and storing it at the yard. So our base charge is $1,200. Um, we have done single trees for over $3,000. Um, and there's obviously discounts in numbers if you're getting multiple trees done or your tree and your house. We work with you as best we can as far as pricing goes.
1: And when we book that install date, is do you book the takedown date as well?
2: We have no control over the takedown dates. Um, We can we can have some control over the turn off dates. So if a client asks us, uh, you know, we want to shut off January tenth, and you know, take it down whenever you can. It's more about protecting ground conditions and making sure it's safe to drive up and down the road. Um, when it does come to roof lines, that can cause even more headaches for takedowns. When we get ice dams and the eaves troughs and things like that, our product gets frozen to the roof and we we can't take it down without damaging the roof. So um, we have unfortunately had to take things down as late as April, uh, depending on the winter we have. So we, we try to give a rough timeline. We ask the client if there's a time that they absolutely want this down or turned off by, and we, we try to make that happen as best we can. But we also shut down from about December 20th till January. January 10th for all staff to have a a good break. So in reality, it'd be after January 10th that we would start doing takedowns.
0: You very briefly mentioned the possibility of of damage, uh, both to the lawn and trees. Uh, Is that something that we should be aware of uh, and something that your company takes particular care with in terms of controlling any possible damage for trees and, and the landscape?
2: Yeah. When we start talking about pricing on the job and the particular tree that may need to be lit or the house, depending on access, um, we look at the ground conditions. We have uh, heavy compression mats that we can put down to minimize any ruts in lawn or turf or anything like that. But inevitably this time of year with rain three days a week, the the turf is soft and uh, we have to get to the tree to put the lights on it. So if it's a... 25 to 30 foot tree. We don't require a bucket truck. We can do it all from the ground and from ladders, but anything above and beyond that, we would would need some aerial lifts to get up to the
0: tops of the trees. Is that something that you manage in terms of expectations of the homeowner and that if we are contracting your company or any other, that we should make sure things are stipulated in our agreement?
2: Yeah, you just want to make sure that everything is communicated. I mean, incidentals do happen and quite often they're easy enough to fix. But at the point of somebody making a commitment to a $1,200 to $2,000 investment in a lighting package or design, all these things are discussed so that uh, they know exactly what they're getting. And hopefully it goes as smoothly as possible. The lights get up as soon as possible and uh, they're there for the neighbourhood to enjoy.
0: Well, Kelvin, uh, we... Look forward to the brightness of some of the lights in this coming season. And we want to thank you very much for your time here this morning.
2: Thanks for having me. I can't wait to do your tree, Jim.
0: Thanks, Calvin. Calvin McCollum is the owner of CLC Tree Service and Christmas Decor London, an accredited business with BBB Serving Western Ontario with an A-plus rating. And you'll find links to their website and social media pages when you look them up in the BBB.org business directory.
1: After the break, we'll book that Christmas luncheon or dinner.
0: Welcome back to Ask BBB with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan.
1: Now that some COVID restrictions have been lifted, we are able to arrange gatherings over the Christmas and holiday season, which is a welcome change for the restaurant and catering business. Mary and Bad Restaurant and Chaucer's Pub are London landmarks, and we are pleased to have owner Jerry Pribble join us this morning. Good morning, Jerry.
3: Good morning, Jennifer, and good morning, Jim, and good morning to all your listeners.
1: So, Jerry, we said some COVID restrictions have been recently lifted. What is the situation right now? So, current situation is that we
3: actually do not have any restrictions. So, in terms of the time uh, uh, timeframes that we can open up as long as we wish, uh, we can have uh, as many people inside as uh, we would like to have. So whatever was before in terms of liquor licensing um, uh, limitations, that's what there is now. So we don't have any strict ones currently right now. And uh, we are just hoping that, you know, with the news coming from Europe and certainly in North America as well, as the cases kind of increasing, including Ontario, uh, our industry just hope that we are not going to go backwards, that we are going to stick to this. And I do believe that uh, if we, Uh, You know, if we do the uh, proper masking and kind of proper uh, distancing on our own, that I think it's going to resolve it. Actually, the only restrictions that we have, if the customer does stand up and goes to the restroom or washes, uh, uh, goes wash their hands, they do need to put their mask on. Uh, And the only other one, of course, is the proof of uh, being uh, fully, uh, have the certification of being fully vaccinated.
1: So now that we know a little bit about uh, your restrictions being lifted and and the COVID situation, is there still time for people to book a Christmas or holiday gathering with you?
3: Oh, there is. And, you know, not just uh, at my establishment, but all my colleagues in other London restaurants, there's always time. And sometimes it honestly could be as few days before, as long as we have the availability of the room. So there's no issue with that.
1: And what are some of the um, things we need to take into account when we're selecting a facility for a family or even a staff gathering?
3: Oh, I think the number, uh, the top two are really, uh, is the uh, size of your group and if the facility does have the uh, rooms the facilities to accommodate your group I think that's uh, kind of number one and the number two is also the you know the uh, the food if you are inviting someone doesn't matter if it's your family member or if it's your corporate uh, business function uh, you need to make sure that uh, the food uh, and the beverages the restaurant offers that it's to the liking of your attendees.
1: And as we're booking with you, what kind of information would you like us to provide to help make things go smoothly and be a successful event?
3: I really think the most important part is, again, the expectations of you as an organizer and of your group. So, you know, the style of the service that you would like to have, the type of food you would like to have, and, of course, the date and time. And uh, those are the ones, those are the four kind of biggies for us. But I really think the most important one is, what is your expect, uh, expectation what would you like to get out of this meeting uh doesn't matter if it's again it could be just family gathering or corporate business but these are the kind of the biggies we are you, you are, our industry is not really kind of at uh in terms of uh uh demanding on Uh, strict information and this we we are service industry and uh, there are certain things yes we would like to plan in advance to make sure that everything is to everyone's liking absolutely but on the other hand there are a lot of last minute changes you know number of people attending some uh, dietary restrictions but our industry is really flexible and very accommodating so we are we are there we are out there to please
1: great and when we're coming with a big group um, or a large gathering, how are gratuities handled?
3: Uh, most of the restaurants, they do do an automatic gratuity. Uh, our restaurant, Marion and Bath restaurant and Chaucer's Pub, we do an automa- automatic gratu- gratuity of 15%. And I do believe most other restaurants in London do the same. Few of them slightly higher, but uh, I think 15% is kind of standard.
0: We mentioned that uh, Marion Bad is a London landmark, uh, Jerry. It's been there for a long time. Uh, so what are some of the special amenities
3: that uh, your facility is able to offer for gatherings? Uh, so I'm going to start this. Uh, uh, as you know, uh, Mirrenbath and Chaucer's uh, are in their building, one of the oldest buildings in London, dating back to 1854. Uh, the establishments were open in 1974, so we are slowly approaching 50 year anniversary. And uh, I would say there are two big uh, things that I always like to mention what Maryam and Chaucer's have to offer. And uh, if I look at the interior design, which a lot of people uh, don't know or are not aware of, all the wood that we have in these two rooms are all the wood comes from the original London courthouse. And uh, uh, we also have at Chaucer's, we have the original lettering from London Free Press when they printed the posters. We also have their, uh, Clock from original uh, London train station. So that's kind of interior. We try to be, even though a couple of years ago we we updated and we a uh, little bit modernized both sides. We like to be still in the same contemporary kind of a historical European style restaurant. In terms of the food, we have really high flexibility and we always say we centralize in Central European cuisine. So let's say German, Austrian, Czech, Hungarian, uh, Central Europe. But we also have uh, uh, a lot of other stuff and certainly to, you know, uh, we offer vegetarian, vegan foods uh, to make sure that we really cater to any palate and any uh, dietary restrictions. So we like to be flexible and we always say, you know doesn't matter if it's the type of the room you would like to select or food. Uh, my question is always, what would you like uh, you know if uh, if you had kind of a wish list, you tell me your wish list and I'll try to fulfill every single one of those points.
0: Jerry, during COVID, I know that you started offering takeout. Now that the restrictions are lifted, uh, uh, do you still offer takeout or or is that uh, was that just
3: temporary? No, we still do offer takeout, we still do the delivery as well. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, thanks and uh, thank you very much for the great support. And again, not just Merinbach-Chaucer, but on behalf of the entire industry. uh, Thank you for the support we received during those tough times, and they have been very tough. But I have to say the takeout delivery from our loyal customers uh, really helped us tremendously. It really helped us that we could cover all our expenses, which I'm very, very grateful for. And uh, now we just keep moving forward. And again, just us, the industry, uh, you know, there are still challenges ahead of us, no doubt. And there will be. Uh, and but I do believe we are a resilient industry and we'll keep moving forward.
1: Do you, uh, as we're heading into the holiday season, do you book family gatherings on the holidays themselves, like Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, New Year's Day? Uh jennifer uh, christmas day
3: and new year's day uh since we open up in 74 we were always closed and i do plan to stay with that because i do believe it's a family time and uh families we should be together and uh, uh so we are closed the only one the three of you the ones you mentioned we are open on new year's eve december 31st we are open
0: Well, we'll hope that as we ring in 2022, that uh, it's a whole changed thing for everyone. And Jerry, thank you very much for taking time to chat with us here this morning.
3: Thank you both very much as well. And uh, wishing you and all your listeners a great day and hoping to all of you to see at uh, one of the London restaurants, pubs, uh, food and beverage establishments, and all the best. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry.
0: Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Pribble is the owner of Marion Bad Restaurant and Chaucer's Pub, an accredited business with BBB with an A-plus rating. And you'll find full information when you look them up in the BBB directory. And from there, you can link to their website and social media pages.
1: If you haven't already, you might want to start your Christmas shopping, and we'll tell you why after the break.
0: And we're back with the final portion of Ask BBB.
1: I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: And I'm Jim Swan. Jennifer is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, Jennifer, as hard as it is to believe, there are people who uh, have much of their Christmas shopping already done.
1: I know. And besides the fact that some people are just super organized, others have been made aware of the microchip shortage and supply chain issues. That means some products like electronics will be in short supply this year.
0: So what is that going to mean for shoppers?
1: So that means there could possibly be fewer bargains and some prices might even be higher than normal it could be harder to find the items you have on your list, and that might make it harder to stick to your budget.
0: So where do we start
1: then? So still make that list and beside the names, ideas for the gifts, and then figure out which ones are something that stores might run out of. The items on your list that use microchips are likely going to be hard to get. And that includes a lot of our everyday items, computers, Gaming systems, smart appliances, cameras, and any toys that feature light, sound, motion, any function that uses a microchip would be affected. The hard fact is some of those items are already sold out.
0: So I guess we need a plan B then.
1: So plan B is always a good idea, and especially this year. Keep in mind items that don't use electronics are not as likely to be affected. So look for plush toys, outdoor toys, books. Those will all be easier to find.
0: A lot of people wait until Black Friday and watch for bargains before they start shopping.
1: This year, if you find a good deal, do not wait to buy it. Otherwise, budget your shopping without expecting sales. The supply chain issues mean retailers have had to pay more for inventory and just won't be in a position to offer the discounts they did last year. And you need to keep in mind also that this whole situation is one that scammers try to take advantage of. So be on the alert for counterfeit products and deals that sound too good to be true.
0: So in all our rush to get started early, we need to know when to hit the pause button as well.
1: That's right. And make sure you are dealing with a legitimate business. Consult the BBB directory and be certain before you make a purchase or give them any personal information, such as your credit card number.
0: Always a good idea and good tips. And Jennifer, that's our time for this edition of Ask BBB.
1: A reminder that you can always contact us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT.
0: And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: Remember to ask BBB
1: and start with trust.